Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. Hey, good morning, everybody. Great to be with you as we begin a new broadcast week here in Political Coffee. You know, this is the show where we talk about the political issues of the day, always with the goal talking about them in a common-sense manner that helps you change your world. You do that by hopefully picking up something of value out of these conversations that we have and having persuadable conversations, then using that information you learned here with persuadable people in your world. It's how we change and get around Twitter. Boy, is there ever a lot of fallout from that. And some of it ain't good, folks. We're going to get to that. We're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about the stunning about face, oopsies, of the Oregon Attorney General's office in arguing that, hey, Measure 114 can be implemented on Thursday, December the 8th. And then a couple of days later, argue that in front of Judge Immigrant in federal court on Friday. And then two days later, which was yesterday evening, sent a letter to the judge saying, oh, well, well, we're not really going to be ready after all. And uh, we ought to delay that permit side of this thing, you know, for a couple of months. What? In fact, it's so bad that the Oregonian starts their story about this by Maxine Burstein. It says two days after telling a federal judge that Oregonians will be able to apply for a permit, to buy a gun by the end of the week, Oregon's Attorney General Sunday night acknowledged the state isn't ready to have a permitting process in place as required by Measure 114. And by the way, they describe, Maxine does, she describes Measure 114 as the voter-approved gun control measure. All right, we're going to talk about that today, and we're going to talk about Trump Stepping all over himself, folks. Dumbest thing he's ever said. Suspending part of the Constitution. Or suspending the Constitution. What? So let me ask you then. Actually, not suspending it. Termination of the Constitution. Under certain circumstances, that that would be allowable. Now, is this anything new? Have not parts of the Constitution, in essence, been suspended priorly, right or wrong? Many of us think it has. Just think back to Japanese internment for American citizens of Japanese descent. Think about that during World War II. Was that not a suspension of their constitutional rights? Hmm? So let me ask you this. There was a Republican, by the way, very few of the conservative news sites are saying anything about this. Not Gateway Pundit, not Liberty Daily. Breitbart's got a story on it. But one of the ABC News stories, of course, all of the liberal media is going hard after this thing. 
because of their hatred of Donald Trump. So let me ask you this. One of the stories, the ABC News story, had a Republican moderate on there, a congressman in the House. And they ask him about this. Of course, any Republican's going to be asked about it. I don't care. You could be a school board member. It doesn't matter. You're going to be asked about it. Which was, again, this was stupid and dumb for Donald Trump to say this. I'm, I'm just I'm telling you right now, folks. That's my opinion. He needs to walk it back. But this congressman said it isn't a deal breaker for 2024. So let me ask you. Do you think it is? If you're a Trump supporter, do you think his suggestion that there are circumstances in which the Constitution can be terminated? Now, the Japanese internment was a suspension of, not a termination of. Now, you could argue that the fact that many of them forcibly against their will were rounded up and put into camps one of which we had over in Madras, Oregon, by the way. You could argue that that was a termination of their constitutional rights. Well, fair enough. But it ain't good anyway. And I don't approve of it. And I don't agree with it. Anytime anybody suggests suspending constitutional rights that are written for the purpose of the eternal, let me say that, eternal principles of liberty. And that's what our Constitution and our Bill of Rights is, folks. Anybody who suggests that is wrong. But is it a deal breaker for you? I want to ask you that question. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am, Jeff at KSLM.news. What do you think? Is this a deal breaker? Love to hear from you and get your opinion about that. Also, where we're at here on Measure 114, the, I had a phone call. I, I called Kevin Sterrett on, on Friday evening and because I wanted to know, you know, Kevin, of course, was at the hearing um, with, in front of Judge Immigrant on Friday. And I wanted to know, you know, what happened there? Because I hadn't read anything about it at that time. Excuse me while I take another sip of political coffee here. Oh, that's good. So, Kevin said something interesting. And now there's news stories about this. Um. The Mr. Marshall, who was arguing in favor of uh, keeping Measure 114, he is the attorney under Ellen Rosenblum, works for the Oregon Department of Justice, that is defending Measure 114, who now, of course, has done a, an about face. Well, he made the assertion that it was going to be ready to go. And Kevin told me, there was visible laughter. I mean, people were laughing in the courtroom. It broke out in laughter. Now, that's acknowledged in the Oregonian story about this. That's how bad this is, folks. 
Now, the judge, unfortunately, has not tried any gun cases priorly. I believe that's correct. So her, and by the way, I understand there are five lawsuits now. Apparently one was filed yesterday. And by the way, this attorney general's letter, the abrupt about face, was filed at 914 last night. 914 in the evening. And they did this. They did this, folks. Because the Oregon Sheriff's Association, Jason Myers, who used to be our uh, Marion County Sheriff, who is now the, the head, the executive director, I guess, of the Oregon State Sheriff's Association, OSAA, OSSA, rather. And the chief of police, the guy I've known for a long time, Kevin Campbell, son of former uh, Oregon House Speaker Larry Campbell, they both, the chiefs of police and the Sheriff's Association, came out and said, there's no way we can do this. I'm paraphrasing it. There's an Oregonian article about that. So... They acknowledge, the Department of Justice, Mr. Marshall, acknowledges that, hey, you know, we, um, well, here's what it says. Senior Assistant Attorney General Brian Simmons Marshall conceded that local law enforcement agencies have made it clear that the necessary pieces of the permit to purchase system will not be in place by this coming Thursday. And that they value their relationship with law enforcement. No, they don't. If you believe that, folks, Ellen Rosenblum and the entire, well, maybe not the entire. I I don't want to misspeak here because I happen to know some other folks at the Department of Justice in Oregon. And they're not all crazy lefties. And they're not all woke lefties. But I'm going to tell you this. They will trample on any of your constitutional rights, folks. If you think what Donald Trump said was bad. Look at what the Oregon Department of Justice is defending in Measure 114. I want you to think about that. Ask yourself this question. Is what Measure 114 clearly does, isn't that termination of your constitutional right to keep and bear arms? What do you think? 503-589-1220 is the power of your GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Is it as bad as what Trump is suggesting? Is what Trump is suggesting is bad, folks. And I don't agree with it. Now, I'm going to tell you this. Rush Limbaugh had a an absolutely 100% spot on saying. He said, The only person that can beat Donald Trump is Donald Trump because he does things like this. So is it a deal breaker for you? Dale writes me a text message and says, I agree 1000%. And yes, it is a total deal breaker. I have not heard this until you said it. Unbelievable. Rosenblum, Fagan, and Kotek are laughing their blanks off. (laughs) Yeah. Sadly, I think you're probably right. 
But think about it. Now, something else that um, my conversation with Kevin Starrett centered around was how much of, and, and the Oregonian article acknowledges this, that so much of the actual conversation in front of the judge centered around the 10-round magazine issue as part of Measure 114 and not the permitting part process. The fact that the Sheriff's Association and the Chiefs of Police came out and forced the hand. I mean, th this is how you can't trust the lawyers who argue for the DOJ and Ellen Rosenblum. They'll, they'll argue anything. They said it's constitutional. And not only is it constitutional, but it'll be ready to go by Thursday. Sheriff's Association police, Chief of Police come out and say, no, it won't. Made an absolute fool, which is why there was laughter in the courtroom, which I guess, by the way, perplexed Judge Immigrant. She couldn't understand why there was laughter in the courtroom. At least that was Kevin Sterrett's take, as he related to me. The danger of why this thing got moved from Pendleton federal judge over to Karen Immigrant is that the federal judge in Pendleton is probably a gun owner and gets it. She doesn't. Nevertheless, how do you think this is going to play out? Well, I'll tell you my thoughts on that on the other side of the break. It's 6.20 in the morning. This segment brought to you by Power Honda. Looking for a great new or used vehicle? Go to MyPowerHonda.com. It's 620, back in a moment. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. 22 minutes past the top of the hour. Great to have you with us. It is a Monday here in Political Coffee. By the way, you know, you can watch, or not watch, but listen to the this show on kslm.news under local podcasts. And at the that same place, if you... Go to kslm.news and you click on local podcasts at the top. There you click on political coffee and you'll see each day's show by date there. And you click on that box. That takes you to not only where you can listen to this entire show, you can also download it. But also the stories that I talk about, I provide the link for them. So you have an opportunity to, to look at things. Trump's um, tweet, or not tweet, well, it, it was a truth social post, is what it was, because that's his platform, it was all in reaction to what Elon Musk did. Now, I was out literally digging ditches Friday afternoon, making sure water's flowing off of my farm fields, when, uh, and I was listening to Mike Lindell's uh, broadcast on his his so his media platform. It was on my phone, so I'm out digging ditches and 
And Brandon House, who hosts that with Mike Lindell, started reading the, the tweets. And uh, it, it, was, it was pretty amazing, some of the things that, that they were saying. And, and what it proves is absolute collusion with the Democrats and Twitter. I mean, from the Biden White House, I mean, right even before that, the FBI is as corrupt and complicit in this as, and again, that's what these tweets, and folks, from what I understand, this is just the beginning of them. It's just the beginning. So, what this is showing us, and, and there's a related story here in that Katie Hobbs, who allegedly has won the election to be the next governor of Arizona, there are emails from the Secretary of State's office, her office, asking Twitter to pull down, put down, remove tweets from people who are critical of anything that she didn't like, including actual testimony in a federal court case in Missouri. Yeah, no kidding. This is the state of Missouri versus Joe Biden. There was a tweet. I mean, that that's how bad this is. In fact, one of Trump's lawyers, Christina Bob, tweeted about it. Unreal, she writes. Katie Hobbs' office contacts Twitter to have posts removed. So the Democrat candidate who ran the Arizona election censured her political opponents, disputed election day votes, and then threatened counties with prosecution if they didn't declare her the winner. Now, just think about that for a moment. How is that really any different than Fidel Castro or Kim Jong-un in North Korea? Not really, is it? It's principally the same. So while I have a lot of misgivings on Elon Musk, and you should too, because he still wants to, you know, plant the mood-altering chip in our brains so that we can be controlled, which I would fight to the end of the earth. Um, At least I give him kudos for this. Now, measure 114, and getting back to that. And I've got a great email from Rich about Trump, and I will get to that as we um, as we go along here. But I got to tell you, the state police, as of Friday, and Kevin told me this in our conversation, had forty one thousand one hundred and sixty background checks pending for gun purchases or transfers on Friday folks. Do you think that's grown grown over the weekend? I can guarantee you it's grown over the weekend. I've talked to a number of people over the weekend who literally were going out and getting in line buying guns. So on Black Friday alone, 
the state police, the story says, received six, over 6,000 new background check requests. Now, the way the previous stories were written, if the judge does not stop this thing from going into effect on Thursday of this week, everybody in line who had bought a gun, paid for it, but had not yet had a background check approved, would be out of luck. They then would have to go through the so-called training and permitting requirement. Here's the problem, and Kevin pointed this out to me in the conversation. It doesn't matter if the state police has the permit process in place or not. There's no training system in place. That point is made in one of these five lawsuits now. In fact, the genius of what they're doing, even though the judge is likely going to consolidate all of these lawsuits, that each lawsuit centers on a different part of Measure 114, and that's what has to happen. The really unconstitutional part of this thing, as you know, is the fact that you have to have a permit to buy a gun to begin with. Not just a 10-round magazine issue. Folks, they're scared. That's why the attorney general is asking that this thing get delayed two months. They wonder, they're trying to give this judge every reason not to grant the temporary restraining order. It's 6.30, back in a moment. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We are back, friends. Great to have you with us today. Talking about what Trump said in terms of terminating the Constitution under certain circumstances. Is that a deal breaker for you? It's the wrong thing to say. He needs to walk it back, in my personal opinion. There's no reason for doing that. But I got to tell you, the termination of individual rights has been done before in America. I cited for you the example of the internment camps for Japanese-Americans during World War II. What about what's happening with Measure 114? That's the other thing we're talking about. Is not Measure 114 a termination of your constitutional rights? I kind of think it is. Don't you? 503. 509. 1220. That's the Power Buke GMC talk line. We'd love to get your thoughts on that. 503-589-1220. Emails always to Jeff at 1220.am. Jeff at KSLM.news. And I'll read you a great email from Rich about what Trump said. Because he makes a good point here. You know, it is kind of cold out there. 503-580-1456 is Freedom Heating and Air's number. If your system is not working right, or if you 
are just ready to upgrade your system, you should call them. They'll come out right away to either fix your current system or to sit down and talk with you about how to put in a new system. Either way, you benefit, and you benefit a lot. Freedomheatingandair.net is their website. You can see all the services that they offer you and all the great benefits that that brings to you. Or just like I said, give them a call, 503-580-1456, Where is uh, Riches? Let me get that one here. There we go. About the Trump statement. He says, hi, Jeff. So Trump digs his hole deeper with his statement. Not good. But did you notice how quick the White House hides behind the Constitution, which the White House is tearing down every chance they get? Hmm. Yeah, they they do, of course. Uh, Biden has already been slapped down a number of times in unconstitutional actions. We're seeing that play out on the southern border right now. And I'll have some more very interesting information about southern border issues on Thursday's show. Which will also include, and I'm just giving you a little bit of a heads up right now, will also include... Some great examples of what it should be encouraging to you about how we take back local communities, one community at a time, in Oregon. Take them back from the left. One government entity at a time. Going to be a special show for you. Just like I said, it's Thursday this week. I'm giving you a little bit of a heads up. Got an email from Lee about, quote unquote, Suspension. Suspension? Regarding the Constitution. He writes, The American Japanese camps were a mistake, but that should not be grounds to make another mistake. Yeah, that's right. I completely agree. Plessy versus Ferguson was a mistake. I mean, you go on and on here of things that the... you got to remember that the U.S. Supreme Court agreed with Franklin Roosevelt to put the Japanese in internment camps to allow the seizure of their private property. So this is why you got to remember, too, that Roosevelt wanted to pack the court just like they're talking about now. Why? Well, because you got Trump appointed three constitutionalists to the U.S. Supreme Court. Now, despite the traitor John Roberts, which he is, folks, traitor to the Constitution, traitor to every principle that you and I believe in, you've got a majority to overcome Roberts continually joining with the leftists on the court. In rulings. Now, this is why Measure 114 is such an important case. Because it is the single most restrictive law in the nation having to do with the Second Amendment. 
Now, obviously, the U.S. Supreme Court's already ruled on the 10-round magazine issue, at least in setting forth how you have to argue any of these things. But the entire constitutionality of it means everything. And who you put on the high court means everything to the future of the Constitution. Because you can remember, the leftists believe the Constitution is fungible. It should change with the culture. Really? Look at the culture today. There's a lot of the culture today that ain't good for anything good for mankind. Look at the sick thinking that goes behind what comes out of Hollywood. I don't know if any of you have been following this European clothing manufacturer, Balenciaga, that whole controversy about that, exploiting children. And then how actor Jim Caviezel came out over the weekend talking about how music people in Hollywood, uh, executives and other people in Hollywood kidnap young children, torture them, murder them, and drink their blood with adrenochrome. Chrome. Have you guys been following that? You should. This is why I don't go to movies anymore. I'm not giving any of my money to that industry. That's sick, folks. And it's becoming more normal. It's also becoming normal to bash Jewish people. There are more and more surveys showing that more and more Americans are comfortable with bashing Jews. You see how this is playing out? History repeats itself, does it not? That's why we have a Constitution. That's why we have a Bill of Rights. Because it protects us from the depravity of man. Which is right out of the pit of hell. That's where all this stuff comes from. Got a further email from Lee. By the way, it's 503-589-1220. And I need to get to the phones here. I've been neglecting that. My bad. We'll start, uh, start first with Art. And then we'll move on to Ron and Jess. You guys all hang on. Art, good morning. Good morning, Jeff. Um, one of the things I do want to say is that during this whole process, people aren't speaking as much on how detrimental this bill is going to be to senior citizens, people with disabilities who have fixed incomes and, and stuff. And quite frankly, Jeff, they can't afford all this crap. I mean, it. Are, 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 are you referring to Measure One Fourteen? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Because it, it is going to cost them. The whole cost of this training program art is completely unknown. Nobody knows what that looks like. That's just well, one Jeff, of the things. So you have a valid point. Well, of, of course it's valid, and quite frankly, uh, you know, as a person with disability. Uh, you know, how are you going to 
protect my rights to keep and bear arms. I mean, uh, obviously, I had the right. Like that that gentleman who was in the wheelchair, Jeff, that those three guys broke into his house, he had an AR-15. If he hadn't had the AR-15 with the high-capacity magazine, those guys would have probably maybe even killed him but robbed him of everything he owned that's right and there's stories right. there's stories like that everywhere and but i gotta tell you AG, the attorney general's lawyer argued that you don't need a 10 round magazine because according to the fbi the average quote-unquote gun fight only 2.2 rounds are fired and frankly i think that's a lie well, I do too, Jeff. And the simple fact of the matter is, uh, I want, and so does everybody else, want a gun that is going to protect me in any scenario, period. Yes, and you have and should have that right. It's a great point, Art. Hadn't thought about the handicap side of it. That story with the guy in the wheelchair is the perfect example. But Ron and Jess, you guys hang on. We'll get to the other side of the break here at 648. Thanks, Art. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Ten minutes at the top of the hour. Last segment, we will get to the rest of our phone calls. If you're like me and you have occasional aches and pains, and I do, folks, and you don't want to turn to drugs to deal with it, why don't you consider CBD from ProBioscience? You know, I, I grew CBD, I grew hemp, and I sold it, my oil, to ProBioscience. Because they use only Oregon-grown products, and I can tell you, having been a hemp grower, that Oregon has the toughest regulations in the nation. That means you're assured of getting the highest quality product there is, period. And you can get 15% off an online order, whether it's the great, butter ball or butter salve that they use or the sleep formula the tincture that i put under my tongue sometimes or even pets they have beauty products for women bath products a lot of really cool stuff and of course christmas is coming you can get 15 percent off if you go to hemp and cbd outlet.com that's all one word hemp and cbd outlet.com and use the discount code for the month of December, the word GIFT. It's Christmas after all, right? Use the word GIFT, get 15% off. Hemp and CBD outlet.com. Let's go to Ron. Ron, good morning. Hey, my brother. That was Justice Black of the Supreme Court of uh, Roosevelt, I believe, and others. That caused that situation in Japanese and continued Jim Crow and others suspensions of the Constitution, even going back to Rutherford B. Hayes' first or second term, and it all happened on a Democrat, and even some women's rights and Irish rights, and uh, Chinese rights were suspended when there was expanding the railroad. Well, in my opinion, 
we're getting back to measure 114, is that the, you've got four different subjects on one uh, constitutional amendment. So I think that's beyond illegal. And then you look at the state constitution. I remember studying it with my former representative back in 2016. And they hit Bill Sizemore or the uh, one of the amendments that would pass against the unions because they had four different things. And that was one of the main things they said. There was too many items on that constitutional amendment. You can only do one. This is what we have to do, people. We have to rebuke and call these people out. We have to make a stand in each county. And if I've got good sheriffs, we need to say, sorry, we will do constitutional law and be like Arizona and other freedom, constitutionally minded carry states on purchase of firearms or ammo. I think this is the only way we're going to do it one county at a time and give it give a nice little American uh, shillelagh to uh, our state government who think they are gods. The church should be rebuking Mr. Knutson, Lutheran Church, I would say, for if you forsake your liberties for security, you have neither. And it was a church that founded this country, the Black Robe Regiment. Otherwise, we wouldn't have that if we had to go by those situations. So they want to go back to English law. They want to go back to communism. I say this to all our people. We had better look backwards and understand. Otherwise, you're going to be the days after Hezekiah and be put in our own captivity by our own ignorance of not empowering ourselves through history and education and accountability. That's all I have to say. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. That's Ronnie's opinion. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. Let's go to Jess. Jess, good morning. Your thoughts today. Welcome. Uh, welcome. A good Monday morning, hopefully. Well, you know, there's a lot going on here this morning. Uh, Trump's comments aren't very disconcerting to me. I had to read it for myself to understand what he was saying. I, I see what he's saying. Yes, he says that there's a opportunity or a cause to uh, suspend the Constitution in the fate of uh, the election plight. I could see his desperation. And my comment at this point would be, well, what about all the other people, as we've been mentioning, and all the other topics where our Constitution, the social contract, has been utterly violated and turned off? Presently, it's happening. It happened here in this state for a couple of years under Kate Brown, through the COVID, That's not right. uh, having emergency powers warranted by the Constitution or being checked and balanced by the legislature. And we stood here like bovines. Kind of like we're getting used to this hot water and us little froggies don't even know we're boiling. And I remember uh, back during Iran-Contra when Senator Anui, if I'm saying his name right, from yeah, Hawaii, out of Hawaii, asked, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, asked uh, Ollie North, you know, as part of the NSA operation, you guys do have a plan to suspend the Constitution at certain points. Uh, is that not true? The judge, you know, cut him off. I saw that live. There was no denial. And yes, this has happened all over the place and far too often. It's happening currently under the Biden administration with the border, with the illegal aliens. 
them trying to take our money and give it to somebody else for supposedly righting the wrongs of green uh, greenhouse gases and such. They have no authority in the Constitution to tax us and give our money to somebody that we're not in debt to. All right, and that's, that's, that's what exactly the Constitution right. And they says. also don't have the authority, I think, under the Constitution to do what Gavin Newsom is planning on doing in California. The story broke about this. He's planning on pushing a bill for reparations to black people, which you got to remember, California has been a free state since 1850 before the Civil War. $250,000 for black reparations. And I'm not you know, in debt that, to those people. That, again, people. is unconstitutional in my opinion. Uh, I bet 100% Gavin Newsom hadn't given one thin dime to any of them for such such a cause. You know, it's just no. like Biden and company. Oh, the, the world's going to die because of greenhouse emissions, but let's fly all over the place. <laughs> right. Yeah. Come on, man. All kinds I mean, Trump of, yeah. is stating what on, they man. do all like the that. time. You know, are we outraged that he would say it, or are we outraged at what was said? Because we're still sitting here letting everybody violate the Constitution, state and federal. We all know 114's bogus. Why are we pretending? And now they can't even hold up their end of the bargain to have the permitting and the training and all that. And yet they've had a month coming plus to prepare. They never said, well, what if this passes? Maybe we ought to start putting our crap together. Yeah. Well, I'm that. surprised. Well, when are we going to start putting our graph together? A work group or something in in place. Just got to let you go. Thank you. I appreciate right. it. Email from John McDonald about Measure 114. He was at the hearing, and he said, "I've come to the conclusion that trying to figure out what's going to happen is like watching elephants mate. <laughs> it goes way over our heads. There's a lot of trumpeting and stomping going on." And it's probably best just to stay out of the way and not get wrapped up in the chaos because we're not part of it anyway. No, we're not. But we can be a part of it in supporting, especially Oregon Firearms Federation, people like that with a, a small donation. I know it's Christmas time, folks, but to help them pay for the, the legal fight that they're involved in. Thanks to all of you for listening today. I didn't get to something I want to share with you. Corby sent me a great email that answers the assertion I made, the question where I was challenged by a listener about altering DNA with these vaccines. Yeah? There's actually a process called CRISPR that does exactly that. It's widely acknowledged. In. See you tomorrow.